This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It is now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live, brought to you by nestbetting.com. That's nestbetting.com. Love where you sleep. You go to the website your bed, all the bedding, all your bedding needs. Use the coupon code Oakland and you'll get 10% off. That's nestbedding.com. Skip, how are you? Doing okay. Doing okay. Other than a little bit of the air quality here in Oakland right now, we're uh, getting ready for another game against the Astros. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've lived here since uh, 1991. I've never seen anything like it. No, I grew up here and I've never seen anything like it. So, Unfortunately, it's just, it's a mess out there and your hearts go out to the people that are being evacuated in all these places and, and continually having to deal with fires. It seems like it get, gets worse every year. So our hearts go out to these people dealing with it. And, and certainly, you know, everybody's dealing with the air quality. How do you feel so far? And you got two more coming up here. Uh, well, I actually got three more, but two coming up quickly. How do you feel about the seven inning doubleheaders? Well, I like that they're seven innings because um, it shortens the game some. Uh, I don't love double double headers in particular. I don't like the fact that we have so many games in, in fewer days, but that's just something you have to deal with when you went through what we did and had to sit in a hotel room for a few days. So it's just life in the in, in baseball COVID world right now. And the fact that, that we had a positive and we had to sit around for a while uh, kind of you know, made this bed for us. You know, from a, from your standpoint, your coaches, I just see everybody in the organization that's actually there and the players, is it good to be playing a lot, so many games because that's the most normal you probably feel during the day is when the game is going? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, off days are off days. You know, you need a few of them, obviously, for the bullpen more than anything else, but I don't like playing more games in in less days than we have, or you know, twenty five game or twenty two games in nineteen days or anything like that. That gets to be a bit taxing because your bullpen's never going to be full. You're always having to, you know, kind of design who the guys are on a particular day. Like yesterday, I wasn't going to use Zeekman and and Hendricks in the second game after using them in the first game. So you're never going to have a full complement of guys until we get to an off day, and I don't even know when our next off day is. Yeah, I think it's the 17th, and that's if you're lucky. So I, it's, it's going to be a while. Uh, and speaking of the bullpen, you know, I got to deal with people calling into the postgame show. It is what it is. It, it's a part of the job. And everybody, for some reason, fans believe that these relievers are available every single game. 
And I always have to keep explaining that not every guy can go. And but we don't know who can and we don't know who can't because you can't be telling people before the game. You don't want the other team to know who you have available and who you don't. It's it's kind of frustrating that people don't understand. But that's kind of like the secret game you've got to play. Well, for sure. And the other team can't know who's who's not available. They plan accordingly and so forth. Um, yeah. You know, and, and if they're complaining about our bullpen, our bullpen's been probably the best bullpen in baseball this year. So. You know, it comes down to if you get it done, it's good. If you don't, it's bad. Um, and that's just kind of the way it is, I'm guessing, in your world. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, one guy I want to get into, VML Machine, has really – I was comparing, like, to how Barreto, even though Franklin Barreto didn't get, I guess, the amount of at-bats you would have liked to have seen or the opportunity – he just never really made the most of it, and it was a very tough situation, no question. But compare that to Machine, he's gotten a little bit of run, and he's kind of rewarded you. It's kind of, it kind of shows you it's like not everybody is going to be Matt Chapman and say, go play third base every single day. So when you do get your opportunities, you do have to be productive. How proud are you of this kid? Yeah, no, he's, you know what? He's got a real simple swing. He lets the ball travel. He'll take his walks. A little, little different from Bretto, who was more of a power guy who wanted to swing. And so it's easier to maintain a swing like Machine has and not play every day and have a chance, you know, playing once every three days or so because of his swing and his eye. So a little different uh, than, than what Bretto needs. Bretto needs to play every day. He needs to be out there every day getting multiple at-bats so he can see pitches and, and, and get his rhythm with a little bit of a longer swing. So just two di- to, you know, completely different type of players. You know, when you look at depth right now, like Machine and other guys, Pender's back, you know, after having uh, his first child, you have such great depth and boy, you need it right now because Marcus Simeon can't be the Iron Man. Steven Piscotti's got the, uh, the wrist with some soreness. Matt Chapman with the hip. I mean, y- your depth is really going to be tested here. It is right now it's being tested. So, you know, guys like machine, you're getting an opportunity. Tony Kemp's getting an opportunity, doing a nice job with that. Uh, yeah. Steven's going to be out for a little bit here. He got a cortisone shot today. So he, we're going to have to let that settle in for a few days. And, and hopefully at some point in time in the Texas series, we may see him again. So it's just the way it is. You look around the league and other teams are dealing with it too. Um, you know, you don't make any excuses for it. You give somebody else an opportunity and you go out there with the same expectation you win. Uh, that that you even when you have a full complement of guys, you know when Ramon Laureano came back from the suspension, he just wasn't hitting. But now in his last eight games, he's hitting three twenty one, two homers, five RBIs, three doubles. How nice is it that your center fielder is back to swinging it? It's it's very nice. I mean, he's you know now now you see where he's at in the lineup. You know we're plugging him into the three hole, um, you know two or three hole consistently because. He's swinging well, and, and in a 60-game season, especially when we're down to you know 20, a little over 20 games left, um, you have to play your hot hands. I mean, Mark Canna was hitting in three-hole for a while. He's going through a little bit of a test stretch. He's two for his last 28. Uh, he'll figure his way out of it. But, but more than ever, you have to play not only a hot hand on a particular day, but even in your lineup, you try to get the guys that are swinging better a little higher up in the lineup. So it's a little different than a 162 game season where you just stick with guys, you know, they're going to come out, out of it. You take your lumps sometimes um, a little different when there's only 20 some games left. 
I know the Astros are just 22 and 21, but I still keep looking at that lineup. And now with Bregman back, I mean, Brantley, what he did in the double header, I mean, Brantley, that's, that's a career day right there. He's going to remember that day as one of the best days of his career. Talk about how, even though this is not the same team, but it is still a very dangerous team. Oh, the lineup is as dangerous as anybody, any team in, in the American league. I mean, it's, it, it goes eight deep, you know, when, when Bregman's healthy and everybody's in there. So, you know, guys like Kurt Guriel have been a pain for us. Tucker's really come into his own this year. Correa is a terrific player, you know, Springer at the top. And it just goes on and on. So it's a real difficult lineup to navigate, especially for a starter if they're trying to go three or four times through it. So, you know, you're going to give up some hits and some runs sometimes. You got to, you got to hit with them some and, and rely on your, on your bullpen late. But no, you're exactly right. They're a really good team. And when they get whole and get everybody back in the lineup, uh, they're probably going to make a pretty good run here at the end. When you start looking at your starting pitching, I mean, first of all, uh, talk about that outing that Chris Bassett had. I mean, I, I know there was a little bit of trouble around the corner a couple times with the way he pitched out of it, and we're all now trying to call him the best athletic pitcher that you have, but uh, just talk about Chris Bassett lately. He's been great. Actually, really consistent all year. You know, he was probably a guy that, that you know, as far as pitch counts go, we, we took it easy on early on. He didn't really have place to throw before we started uh, ramping back up again but really other than one or two outings uh he's been consistent for us he competes really hard guys feel that uh they want to play hard behind a guy that's out there competing so hard and he really took uh, a lot of pride in in opening the series up with a with a strong performance seven innings and a shutout ball so he just gets better and better every year this is probably the best he's ever performed at the big league level what's the feeling like on the day Jesus Lazardo's going to start? We feel good. I mean, you talk about talent. And if you're, if you're anybody going to put up post up against uh, Bassett as far as athleticism, it's probably going to be Jesus. He's made some some great plays in his short time here too, but just electric stuff. You just, you know, if you're a baseball fan, whether you're on, you know, rooting for his team or not, you just enjoy watching this kid pitch and how he goes about his business and his demeanor on the mound, his confidence for a young guy. Uh, it's pretty special. And, you know, the more experience he gets, the better he's going to be. And, and the stuff speaks for itself. Have you been looking at the standings at all where you kind of, there's some, there's some, there's some teams that are making some noise that a lot of people didn't expect to make some noise. And we have talked to you about how the 60 game schedule, obviously we're going to see some outliers. There's going to be some craziness, but have you been uh, following the standings at all? Somewhat. Um, I know that there are eight really good teams in the American league. And, you know, when you look at what Toronto's done, you look at the White Sox are doing, you know, Cleveland, Minnesota have been tough. Um, certainly Tampa and, and, and the Yankees, you know, in that division. So there are eight really good teams. As far as how you, this thing seeds, it, it, there's no gonna, there's no easy team. So whoever you're going to get in the first round of the playoffs, if we're lucky enough to get there, is going to be a, a quality team. And really, you know, you, you, you throw it into a hat and take anybody out because any team can beat anybody right now. And, um, yeah, the American League seems to be pretty deep. And, and once the postseason comes around, it should be quite the battle. I mean, it's so crazy, Bob, that the Buffalo Blue Jays, you could say, are the best team in New York State. Well, they certainly are playing that way right now. And, you know, they have a lot of young talent there, very excitable guys, and they're, they're a fun team to watch. Um, 
you know, a lot of young guys that, that kind of celebrate things and really enjoy the moment. And, uh, you know, they're a team that, that certainly is going to be around for quite some time because they control a lot of these young position players that they have. And, you know, just another team coming out of the American League that's going to be really good for years to come. You know, I know you like to travel and I know you like to get a good meal on a road. And I know, you know, of a lot of great restaurants as one of the kind of bummer things this year is that you're only staying on the West and you don't get to go to places on the East coast and in the, in the central time zone. Well, it doesn't matter where we go right now. We're eating out of a box after yeah. a game. So yeah, we're, we're not going out. We're, we're going back to our rooms. You get your food at the ballpark and you either eat it there outside or you take it home back to your hotel room. Um, you know, uh, DoorDash or whatever these other places and so forth. That's where you, uh, you, you kind of expand some, but, but guys aren't going anywhere. They're just, they're just going home. So this, this is the year where you're, doesn't matter what division you're in, where you're going, uh, you're not going out and you're not visiting restaurants. Let's end on this. AJ Puck shut down again. And I remember being at spring training and doing the Bob Melvin show when, when you told me that he was getting shut down you know, he had like six months to heal. Just just how tough is it that he needs to be shut down again? And can you even expect anything from him in 2020? No, I don't think so. I think we're, we're at a point now where it's going to be a tough road for him to come back. And we certainly want to push him. You know, he was doing okay when he was pitching maybe once a week and throwing a bullpen. Um, but once he started to ramp it up and, you know, we have to get him into a bullpen situation, he just wasn't responding real well. So. He's actually still playing catch right now. I think he's going to see Dr. Elitraj, who's seen him before at some point in time here. But it's it's too bad because we really felt like there was a place for him this year. And, and uh, you know, he's one of our heralded prospects that we'd love to see here right now. But I think 2020 is probably out of the question for him. Bob, great stuff as always. Good luck with the rest of the series in Houston and down in Texas. And we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. All your bedding needs, whether you need mattress, you need beddings, you need pillows, whatever you need, you go to nestbedding.com. And when you're there, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. That's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 